I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the Welcome. You were locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, host of this podcast. So joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, fourth ranked in the Locked On Podcaster Host Conference. What you got for me, Azakaris? I was like, what What are we fourth, uh, fourth in at this point? <laughs> well, the Mavs are fourth in the West. But. <laughs> okay. I want to give a shout out to everyone who started tweeting at us today. All their Spotify oh, screenshots. Man. This Blew is like the away. thing. Um, yeah, I, first off, I haven't even did this yet. I need to get on there as far as on Spotify and see what I, I guess it's their version, their Apple Music version of what you've listened to the most. I guess it's like a year. Um, it's like a year in review, except for Spotify's taking it a decade in review. They're looking at you know the individual year 2019, but then mine mine took me all the way back to like 2011, 2015 when I was on Spotify. It's wild. Look back wow. at some of the stuff you listen to, and then so, it's like then it's like I listened to that once. How did why did that make my story? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, people started tweeting at us today their Spotify Premium thing of how many minutes that they have listened to podcasts this year. And not just podcasts, there's a lot of people that tweeted at us and said, you know, it's this is basically the only podcast they listen to. So these minutes are going towards, you know, it's just locked on Mavericks minutes and literally close to 10,000. A lot of these are 9,981 minutes, almost 10,000 minutes, which when you do the math on it, if I'm not mistaken, I did the math and that's almost seven days seven full days worth no. of podcast just where if you sit there and push play you can listen to lockdown average for seven full days and i there's no way i could listen to my voice that long so <laughs> shout out to you guys for uh but anyway somebody tweeted says uh, the highest number i've seen so far i think was thirteen thousand four hundred minutes no 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 shout them out but no oh uh, you got one higher than that sunny buns Sunny Buns. Sunny Buns. 34,000 minutes. No! How is no, that even that, possible? That can't be just us, though. That has to it, be. It has next to it, it has just three locked on Mavs, you know, art, like, cover, artwork covers okay. right next to it. I just found the tweet. Sunny Buns. Shout out Holy to Sunny Buns. Holy freaking crap. 34,000. It has to. Okay. It has to be more podcasts. There's no way. I. That's what I thought. Interesting. Okay, either way, we have talked about this. Uh, we mentioned this every now and then, but it, we can't thank you guys enough for uh, the growth of this podcast, allowing us to do this podcast every day. And uh, to say for the past three years that we've gotten paid to do a podcast, it literally is one of our jobs in life. And so shout out to you guys. Yeah, shout out to all the listeners. We'll do a lot more of this as it, you know the season goes on and <laughs> – we go into our th- our third year of doing this, which is pretty wild, uh, and, and yeah. that. But so we appreciate everybody on the podcast today. We are going to discuss. We're going to check in on the Luca MVP bid. We're also going to just take a look at the upcoming schedule. Mavericks do not play tonight. They play tomorrow. As you're listening to this, they play on Saturday, and they play a back to back. And so we'll talk about that a little bit. 
We'll also just check in on a bunch of random things. I was looking up a bunch of random stats today about the best offenses in the league that I thought were interesting. We can take a look at that. Another grab bag, just random topic show. So if you're into those, sometimes they go completely off the rails. We don't talk about all the things that, that I just mentioned, but who knows what we'll get to. So if you're into knowing exactly what we're going to talk about, maybe not the show for you. But if you love the intrigue of not knowing where this is going to go, this is the show for you. Who knows what we'll get to. We could talk about The Last Airbender again. Who knows? We could talk about the Ravens randomly. Isaac could do another metaphor with I'm Lamar down. and Luca. He could, he could always do that. I'm down. We could do another monologue about the Luca, you know, transition from Dirk to Luca. We could do that. That people are calling our sermons. That we really appreciate that. Uh, there's just so many ways that this can go. So where do or you we can s- make fun of the Rockets? That's where we should start today. Maybe. Let's go. Let's start on it. Let's do it. The Rockets, Houston- what are you doing, bro? You can- quit crying. This is all you do. This is why no one likes you. Your star player fits the <laughs> franchise. What a perfect marriage. They just whine and complain all the time. They did beat the Raptors last Congrats. night. Congrats. They did. I'm beat so the- happy for you guys. Was that because? I mean, was there a call that didn't go your way? Or the can the Raptors now look at this and find something in the game and then hope that they can replay, you know, like eight minutes worth of time or just be awarded the victory? <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen right now? With this? No, ev- everyone knows exactly what's going to happen. Nothing. Nothing's going to happen. They're going to keep the L? Yes. If there's no way we talk about slippery slopes of things that happen in life where yeah. you might allow something, this would be the ultimate. The ultimate slippery slope. If you go back and do, there's no way. That's why it would never ever happen. So be the because slip and slide of slopes. I could. Here's the only thing, and even this would be the most extreme version of it. I could understand if this was the final play of the game, and it would have won the. It would have won the game, and it, it literally tie ball game or down by one, and he dunked it, and they didn't count it, and it was the last shot. Then maybe you could hear some of the arguments because it was the last shot, the last play of the game. But even then, it, there's still a lot of other branches you could go off that. But for a play that happened literally like in the first half of the first of the fourth quarter, seven seven and- minutes and fifty. So if anybody doesn't know, by the way, I, I guess I should set the scene a little bit. The Houston Rockets were playing San Antonio Spurs. They lost in double overtime, but it, but with seven minutes and fifty seconds left in the fourth quarter, James Harden had a breakaway dunk. And the ball was carried by the net. It went through the rim. It definitely went through on the replay. The yeah. ball got carried with the net back up around and then caromed off the top of the, the rim. And so it bounced off, and so they didn't count it. And they went into a media timeout or some kind of timeout. And you have 30 seconds, apparently. You have a 30-second window to challenge it. And the, the Rockets were going back and forth. Did it go in? Did it not? They were going back and forth. And so they missed their window, apparently. They couldn't... They, we're not able to challenge it according to the referees. And so then they go through the game and they end up losing in double overtime. Uh, and so I think, how, what did we say the other day? How many points did they score in in the fourth quarter? It's like not that many. They scored, they, yeah, they scored 18 points in the fourth quarter. They got outscored 34 to 18. So there's other reasons why they didn't win that game. But they did end up losing by two, which is kind of hilarious. So it's just, so now they're challenged. So now they're they're challenging uh, and they're they're putting a, a protest or what is it an, an appeal? They're filing an official protest on that game. It has to be official done. Cry. It has to be done. There there were tears on the envelope. I'm told. Um, they have to do it for, within 48 hours of the game being finished. And so we'll see if anything gets ruled. I mean, uh, 
who knows? I don't think they're going to replay, like Isaac said, that's that slip and slope slide. Um, but, yeah, who knows what's going to happen with this. It's just stupid. This is, And, of it, course, it's, it's the, the Rockets. Of course. This is what they do now. And this is, like, why when they step back and you see some of their fan base, you see some of the media covering that team and they're trying to paint this. It honestly kind of reminds me of the Lakers stuff with Woj back from like the summer or somewhere like Woj is out to get us. They're trying to yeah, play this. Yes, exactly. This, this card now of the media and just everyone's trying to paint the Rockets as <laughs> no, you're doing it yourself. You're doing this. This is, we have multiple cases now and multiple examples and starting from that warrior's Western Conference Finals, where you just look like the sore losers, you 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 whine and you cry at this, so you can't. And then your star player just fits that perfect with that, and it was a bad call. It was a missed call. The refs admitted yeah, it, it after bad. the game; they missed the call. That's a bad play. Like it, it sucks, but I feel like there's, I mean, yeah, you could go back and find different things. And anyway, it's just funny that they're. That they're putting out there, they're telling Tim McMahon and other sources, yeah, we think that they're either going, at first, award us a win, that just made me laugh out loud when I read that, or replay the, okay, so what are you going to do, sell tickets to the final seven, hey guys, let's sell tickets to fans, you're going to come watch seven minutes of, and let's get the Spurs back to town, uh, or wherever it was, come on, it's just a joke, get out of there, just take the loss and move on, it's just or else don't complain when everybody hates you. It was in San Antonio. The okay. Rockets, by my count, play in, in San Antonio. The next time they, they play San Antonio three more times the rest of the season. The, the, the next two are, are home for the Rockets. Sunday, April 12th at San Antonio. <laughs> That's the next time they can replay this if they want to keep it fair and do all that. They just play they it start, They play that first and then <laughs> yeah, they, buzzer ends. Well, no, you have to play it after because they have to be tired, right? Like you have to have so simulated stupid. three quarters and so. And fouls and so, everything. You April 12th. I mean, it's, <laughs> On I just NBA don't know. TV. They know that they're not going to win anything from this or get anything changed. So why go about this and paint this picture even worse for you in the franchise? But oh well, who cares? It's funny. It's until and yeah, people you know. and they are bringing it upon themselves. Like they told Tim McMahon about this. If 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 they hadn't come out and said anything, we wouldn't have heard anything until they filed the official no. protest. I think till till yesterday. I think we would. That's would have been the first time we heard about it. But anyway. All right, coming up, we're going to get into the Mavericks' upcoming schedule. We're going to get into Luka Doncic's MVP case. And again, who knows where this podcast is? We didn't even talk about the Rockets thing at the beginning, so who knows where this is going to go. So stick with us. We'll be back. But before we do, Audible has the world's largest selection of audiobooks and audio entertainment. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial right this meow. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free with your trial. So you get to keep that after the trial as well. You just... you. Go down, go start a trial, download that audiobook, you get it for free. Get the James Andrew Miller ESPN book, the SNL book, a whole bunch of other stuff. Visit audible.com slash locked on NBA. And as always, you can click the link in the description of this podcast to check out all the locked on podcast offers if you're on the go and can't get to it now. Audible.com slash locked on NBA. All right, Isaac, let's I want to do the, the Maverick schedule real quick. So the Mavericks do not play on Friday. They play a back-to-back Saturday and Sunday, both at home. New Orleans again, so the second time in three games they're going to play New Orleans. And then Sacramento. 
Uh, the New Orleans game is Saturday afternoon, and the Sunday game is a Sunday night game, which is kind of cool. Then the Mavericks have three full days off, and then they play in Mexico City against De- the Detroit Pistons. So an interesting next three games for the Mavericks. Yeah, it is. You know, they're nine and one over their past ten games, and they just they just beat this Pelicans team in New Orleans, and now they they welcome them. Uh, to Dallas still without Zion and you have to feel confident going into that game um Porzingis obviously just played in a back-to-back so two full like days it, off before this game as well yeah yeah two full days you know they had the day off uh what um, people are listening to this on Friday they had the day off on Thursday they didn't have practice yeah. anything so uh they have practice uh, on Friday today around noon so you'll be seeing some clips and stuff um yeah, coming out around noon and some quotes and stuff from practice if there's any injuries or anything to watch out for and stuff on Friday. But, yeah, and then they, you know, you pretty much get a half day off on uh, on Saturday too because it's a home game. And, you know, Pel- or, yeah, Pelicans games in the afternoon, my bad, after lunch. But, yeah, 2 p.m. Um, or, yeah. But, yeah, another back-to-back. You want to see what Porzingis does with that. And, you know, the Kings, they've been better uh, of late, but I don't think they've taken uh, the big step like uh, some people projected them to take this year. But And Fox got... is not back, to my knowledge, right? I don't think so. I'm going to no. look that up while you talk. Um, but we get to welcome Harrison Barnes back to Dallas. And uh, it's always good to see Harrison HB. Uh, no matter what you thought about Harrison's fit, uh, on this team, uh, basketball-wise, uh, most of the people who knew him and uh, as a person and off the court and stuff will be thrilled to see him uh, return back to Dallas. And it's just you, honestly, yeah, I've hyped up Harrison Barnes a lot on this podcast, and <laughs> people have given me a lot of flack for how much I took up for HB on this podcast. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I'll live with that. I'll take up for HB any day. For sure, you're you are to HB who Trent is to Dwight Powell. You just, sometimes you just have your guy. My guy was Yogi Ferrell, and he's gone, but I guess he's going to come back and play in this game. So. Oh, that's true. I forget about Yogi. Man, oh, gosh, the Yogi days in Dallas. Yogi mania. That was like the most exciting moment for uh, – for... <laughs> it, it was Yogi and it was Tony Romo. Those are the two most exciting things that season, it felt like. <laughs> Tony Romo. What a... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to forget that ever happened, but – uh, it was fun. Can't. It was legitimately fun. It was fun to have him there. It was fun to have a shoot around with Tony Romo. Uh, I enjoyed the weird media thing where just it was the most media that ever been at a game, and it was it, it, it really was wild was, yeah. to see. I was so glad that I was there. And I think I th- honestly think it rivaled all the Dirk stuff from thirty k. <laughs> the amount to of stuff. media, the amount of media, yeah, because yeah. you you got all the cowboy people and. One, you got to understand from a media perspective of there's all these people who cover the Mavericks all year round, okay, and go to the games all the time and all this stuff. But then it increases every single yeah, season. Yeah. Season when soon as the Cowboy season ends, which might get, which might have been last night. Ooh. Oh, we're actually recording this during the game. We don't know if they actually lost, but they're as soon as the Cowboy season is done, then you, it's like a herd. It, it's like Jumanji. And all the Cowboys media comes starts coming to the Mavericks games, and then bam, media like doubles. I wouldn't say doubles, but you have a ton more people who start are then covering the Mavericks, if in air quotes at that point. But um, yeah, so that Romo situation, it, it did what they wanted it to do. It was a sucky season. 
things are just like, oh man, let's just get the season up. But it, it re-energized people for a little bit. It gave a week's worth of talking points and everyone's <laughs> talking about the Mavericks and it was, you know, fun to see him warm up. And uh, he did the, well, I guess JJ Barrett did the Tony Romo when people were chanting for uh, Romo oh, to go yeah, in. Yeah. He, he faked like he was going to go in. Everybody freaked out. And, <laughs> Everybody's like checking the rule book. Can he check in? Like, yeah, it's fine. Like, will Silver, will Silver allow this? Are they circumventing yeah. the cap right now? Because this is a thing they could do. <laughs> they would be, which is that's that's what it would come down to. But yeah. So anyway, Romo. There's all kinds of like insurance liability things too. If he actually went out and played, which is I don't even know. I didn't even bother looking up rule stuff. Darren that. Fox, just, by the way, a couple days ago was reported by uh, James Ham that he's gonna be out two or three more weeks. So. Yeah, he's not. Gonna, Dang. he's not gonna play in this game. He's the really Mavericks. out, man. And that sucks for him. But that does suck. We could be seeing a future Maverick, uh, Bogdanovich. Ooh, Bogdan. Yeah, Luca yeah, Light. Just... I'm calling him Luca Light. Is what I'm calling him. Even though he's Luka way Light. older. And <laughs> hey, do you? Could you see a way for Buddy to get on this Mavs team? <laughs> not do you know, Dallas. Not since how many, tweets, how many tweets did we get about? Hey. You think the Dallas? I think Buddy would be a perfect fit. Can that Dallas was make a move for that? Did you see my joke about Robert Covington? No. During the game the other night, so Robert Covington hit like five threes in the the Timberwolves game, and I just thought, like, man, Robert Covington. It's just, is it? If you have an NBA mailbag, is it really a real NBA mailbag? If someone doesn't come in and said, "Can my team trade for Robert Covington?" I just feel yeah. like every single mailbag we've ever had. But Nick. He would be a great fit. Honestly. He would be a great fit. That's honestly, <laughs> on every team. Every team, he'd be a good fit. That's so. All the responses I got, I think I kind of want to read some of them. I'm gonna go see if I can find it. But I tweeted that out, uh, and it's like all these people were like, "But yeah, no, he would be a really good fit." Like, I don't care what team it is, he would be a good fit on. Pick the Clippers when they have Kawhi and Paul George. He'd be a good fit on that team, right? I said, "Is it is it really an NBA mailbag if someone doesn't ask? Could insert my team name trade for Robert Covington?" Here are the responses I got. He would be a great fit for this team. Great defender. It can get hot from outside, as we can see tonight. I honestly would love him. Such a great defender, as we've seen tonight. A knockdown shooter. A prototypical three and D three and D guy. I, I agree with all of these tweets. <laughs> someone sent me an actual trade. Courtney Lee, Dwight Powell, Justin Jackson, a second round pick for Covington and Gorgie Jang. Oh, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, it's not that's not going down. This is who I wanted the Mavs to go after since they got Porzingis. Yes, of course. There has to be a reason for the Timberwolves to trade Covington. Anyway, I thought that, that was funny. He's just one of those guys that and bring up the buddy thing that's always seems like people want to trade for, which is, you know, understandable. He's a yeah. great player. He'd fit perfect. Great shooter too. You have to try and get him. Well, he hit a bunch of threes against the Mavs. Feeling okay about the New Orleans-Sacramento. We'll get into the Detroit game, I guess, later. But playing in Mexico City is pretty cool. And it's not that far from Dallas, so it won't take them too long to get there. How many people are going to try to do the preview pieces of the Mavericks? Are they about to face the future Maverick, Blake Griffin? Or DeAndre Drummond. I had someone tweet me that today. Really? DeAndre, future Maverick, DeAndre Drummond. I've, I've always backed Drummond, and I feel like so many people have hated on him, a.k.a. Nick. And How have I, I hated on Andre Drummond? I feel like you're a Drummond hater. I hate Andre Drummond the same way people are hating on Russell Westbrook right now. I just I think that he's That's a, a different category. No, I think he's a great talent, but I just don't think that he contributes to wins as much as you know other players. His team sucked. He Forever. doesn't contribute to wins. How is that not what I just said? Okay, how many bigs do contribute to wins? Like him. 
Hmm. Would you say Steven Adams contributes to Joel wins? Joel Embiid? Okay. Nikola Jokic? Okay, outside of those two. They're like top six players. Um, I mean... What are we I talk- just, I, I think, well, I just think it's unfair for a guy like that to say uh, he doesn't contribute to wins when he's freaking playing with Reggie Jackson and I Luke mean, Kennard. Let's go. What do you, What do you want me to say? He's a, he's an all star. Yeah, I just think I think he gets. I wouldn't I think want him on gets, my team. I think he gets bashed. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I, I mean, would, it depends on who I have around him. I didn't. Yeah, draft I think him in, you, I didn't draft him in the redraft. By the way, I think if you have <laughs> decent pieces around him. I I just I think he's underrated when it comes to his rebounds and just some of the numbers he's put up. I oh, think does he, he rebound? I didn't realize. He d- I didn't realize he's one of the best rebounds. Get out of there! Didn't realize that he rebounded. I think give him a supporting cast. I think he'd be decent. That's my only thing. Sure. The Mavericks are basically staying around. They they're basically home for a, and and then go to Mexico City for the next like three weeks. I mean they they got yeah. home December fourth and then they're. They go to Mexico City the twelfth, and then they stay home until December fifteenth when they go to Milwaukee. That's that's like two weeks of hanging around this area. Yeah, and they need that because I I think once they get to Christmas, New Year's, something through that, they're they're on the road a lot more. After Detroit, there's home for Miami at Milwaukee, home for Boston at Philadelphia at Toronto. Holy crap! Three national TV games in there. Um, that's that's gonna be a str- that's the next stretch. This this stretch that they just had with Houston, the Clippers, the Suns, and then the Lakers. That's this next stretch, but just five straight, just absolute. Yeah, and I just want to say this teams. now, guys. You know, enjoy Christmas, enjoy the holiday, enjoy your day off work. You know, just getting time with family and stuff. Soak in this last Christmas as a Mavs <laughs> fan because uh, for the next decade, your team's gonna be playing on Christmas Day. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're saying enjoy enjoy what you can. No doubting that. All right. Coming up, let's get into Luca as an MVP candidate, I guess. Uh who knows what we're gonna get to. All right, coming oh, no, up. I, I want to hammer something with this. More Mavericks talk coming up after this. <laughs> All right, Isaac, hammer something. It's hammer time. Get the hammer down. Do I want let's do you do want this. me to put the hammer down? Yes, I do want you to put the hammer down. Okay, before I, I start in on this, oh boy. where do you have Luca in your MVP ra- rankings? Because I want to know if I'm going to go at you or if I'm gonna, if I'm speaking with the choir at this point. Eh, probably two to Yon, like probably two, probably just thank behind, you. All right. Probably just Let's behind go. Giannis. All right, because he is very clearly above LeBron James right now in the M- MVP race, and I don't. I don't even think that should be a discussion right now because so somebody back home tweeted at me. We very you would say very clearly. Very clearly. Okay. Very clearly. And so, man, he's a big LeBron guy, so we had a good discussion back and forth. What? You know that you're, like, the premier LeBron hater, though. I don't know if you're the best person to have this conversation. Like, how can people trust you that you're going to be impartial right now? Because I can't sit here and pull out a stat, and what is the number skewed because I'm a freaking hater? Yeah, you can pull out any – I can pull out any numbers to make any case in the NBA right now. I could. Okay. I bet I could come up LeBron with numbers that would make twenty five points. Yeah, that's a lot. Luca averages thirty. That's five more points. Do you know that LeBron averages two I more assists? On, if one of those on assists going, goes to a three, gonna, then don't he's, take this road, Nick. He's, he's people think more you points. already hate the Mavs. So <laughs> only one guy thinks I hate the Mavs. <laughs> here's here's the thing. I I do think it's clear because one. 
if we're going to continue, let's look at different things. If you just look at stats, Luka does average more points than him. He averages more rebounds than him, which that surprises me. Luka averages three more rebounds a game than LeBron. And LeBron, you know, if people think about LeBron and his physicality, you would think that he would average more rebounds than Luka. He, he does always average, plays with, He plays with two big men all the time, though. So Okay, that's great. He, he averages... <laughs> <laughs> It's so amazing that Luca averages more rebounds than LeBron. Well, he, he, he averages seconds. an assist and a half more than Luca. You know LeBron's shooting. This is I don't care that much about free throw percentage when you are arguing players. But you know LeBron's only shooting seventy percent from the free throw line. It was worse earlier. It was like sixty five for a while. Luca's at eighty one percent. They're right around the same three point percentage. Uh, Luca right now is at point or thirty two. LeBron's at thirty three. Around the same field goal percentage. Uh, for the most part, but I would say, I mean, if you're looking at basic stats, I would say Luca has a better stat line or stat line right now than LeBron, right? Oh yeah, yeah, and I th- I think Luca is more. If the, if the Mavericks didn't have Luca, the Mavericks would be way worse than if the exactly. Lakers didn't it, have LeBron right now. It, it would both be terrible teams to be to be fair, but I think the Lakers would be a little better. Well, where where I think it gets a little hypocritical stuff with Lakers fans is a, a lot of people. Oh, really? Argue th- Lakers fans are hypocritical. That's that's all they do. That's <laughs> yes. all they do but all the time. A, a lot of people hammered the Warriors and when they had Katie and Steph and say, "Oh, you're going to still still votes from each other because you're so good." Well, why is, that's going to happen with AD and LeBron? Why is that any different? Because LeBron, out of all the MVP candidates, if in the top five or six players, he's the only one that's playing with another top six player in Anthony Davis. So they're they equal each other out in that I think that LeBron right now is proving that the Lakers need LeBron more right now than they need Anthony Davis with the Lakers without LeBron on the floor right now are just they're like trash I mean they're just they're terrible their offensive rating goes way down and with LeBron they're really good so I think that but right AD's now is, 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 is a difference though. is a difference right now for this situation I see I, I mean when you have a talent like Anthony Davis for you to sit there and say well, Anthony Davis is top six player, clear top six player in the league. He's really great, but LeBron means more than Anthony Davis, so therefore it's you know Anthony Davis is nullified. So, at that so point. therefore he is more valuable. Hence, he is in the no, most because, valuable no, conversation. No, Anthony Davis is like it doesn't matter that he's part of it because LeBron's more value. Not See, that it, not that it doesn't matter, but no one's. I, it I think AD is just as valuable as LeBron is. I'm not saying that AD doesn't matter, but right now he is not as valuable to the Lakers right now as LeBron is, which is kind of concerning to me as a, as a Lakers fan. Okay. He is, he, they need him so much and they need him to be good so much. This Lakers team is not like the Mavericks where Luca can, or LeBron can have kind of a bad game and the rest of them pick up for him. Okay. My other arguments are Luca did just walk up in the LA and beat him by 14 in his house. Absolutely. Luca did just win player of the month award over him. Yes. uh, For the, for the first part of the season. So, and yeah, you, and yeah, when you look at as far as wins of the season, and I get that the Lakers have only lost three games, but I That's mean, not many games, I, Isaac. I don't know if you know that. I get that, but do we want to go through their wins? Yeah, they, they just beat Denver and Utah in back-to-back games on the road. Okay. That's great. That's their last two games. But all their games before that, I mean, do we want to talk about how many times they played Washington, the Spurs, Memphis, OKC? OKC again. I mean, gotta, we can continue Atlanta. You're gonna discount a bunch of their wins. No, I'm just trying to say. I'm. I think. I think. Okay, who's had more meaningful wins, Dallas or, or the Lakers? Ooh. I think Dallas has. 
It's Dallas a, has it's three a really little, good impressive it's wins. It's a little easier for Dallas to have more in, impactful wins because there are more teams ahead of them right now. The Lakers are on top, and so it's like there's I, that less. That doesn't matter anything. That doesn't matter anything. Well, they beat the teams that are in front. They've only had three losses. They've beaten. I'm all. talking about good teams. Even if you're up top, you can still have good wins against good teams. They just play the teams that are in front of them, though. I don't understand what point. But you're the Lake, to make okay, if the Lakers up top and they beat the Clippers, would you say that's a good win? Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, win. I also Even, think that the Nuggets and Jazz are good wins. <clears throat> I wouldn't say the Jazz are a good win. I mean, they're okay wins. It was back to back. It was at it was at the Jazz. They beat the Heat it's already. It's a good this win year. for sure. Yeah, good win for Would sure. Would you say that the Lakers beating the Mavericks was a good win? Yeah, yeah. In overtime, they needed ref help, but sure, <laughs> they did that. <laughs> I just think it's clear. I think Le- I think Luca is too. I'm arguing all of this, and LeBron's at three in my book. But <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying right now. I don't think it because I've seen different things. I obviously said I had a friend to, you know talk to me today about it. I was arguing and said LeBron's clear top two with Giannis right now, and I don't think so. I think right now it's I kind of going back to my football references. I think it's the same as the NFL. I think in the NFL it's Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, and I think right now it's Giannis and Luca. And right now, this early in the season, it's those two. Both of those two guys clear top two candidates. I agree. I totally agree with you. There's there's yeah. nothing in me that disagrees with you. I just like to push back on some here. LeBron hate. He's he's really good. I respect the <laughs> heck out of LeBron. I've always said this. I he's, respect. He's really it's good. Kinda, it's kind of like how Bill Simmons talks about James Harden, about how he respects him, but he just doesn't enjoy watching him play. In a sense, <laughs> I, I respect LeBron. And I respect LeBron as a father figure off the court. I've always praised him for his work off the court and how he's, how he's, um, yeah, all that stuff off the court. I've just haven't, I've never enjoyed a lot of the things he does on the court stuff, the drama, some of the stuff he says sometimes, and uh, just a lot of different stuff with that. On court. Oh, you don't like the off the court things, like how he started a whole school and they're sending all these, all these. Kids I just to- said, I, I just got on saying how I praise him off the court, and I really respect it, what he does off the court. <laughs> Businessman, all the stuff he does in the business world, I think he's done wonders for up and coming players and teaching them how they can kind of take control of life off the court and stuff too. I I can't praise him enough off the court. There's just a lot of the basketball stuff that I just never really enjoyed. Yeah. All right. Well, I can't wait to hear all the tweets from people that misconstrued everything I just said. So why? Oh, saying that you took up for LeBron. Yeah. You agree. You agree with me though. I do. That's the thing. It's going to come back to me somehow. I can feel it. I, well, I feel like there's it. something else we were going to talk about. We were going to talk about, oh, I was going to. Uh, like future trade stuff and all that stuff. Future trade. Roster. So we have tomorrow. We, we have though. tomorrow. We yeah. can get into some of that stuff. So tomorrow we will talk about some future trade possibilities. Let's we'll, throw out some like names they could target and stuff. Let's do that tomorrow. tomorrow. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, guys. Coming up tomorrow. Coming up we'll, next day. We'll tell you. <laughs> hey, we're on every day. How about that? <laughs> We are on every single day. Uh, Coming up tomorrow, we'll tell you what (laughs) all-star Dallas could be landing over the next month. Is it Andre Drummond? That doesn't count. I'm just bullcrapping it, Nick. Just go along with it, dang it. (laughs) Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Peace out. If you want to come shoot on the Cavs, pop a shot. Just let me know. Boom.